You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Castle After Show. Hello, Castle fans. Bingus for doing it. We are doing another episode of Castle Season 5, Episode 2, Cloudy with a Chance. I am Bam Erickson with... I'm Samantha Leach. And I am Paige Sullivan. So thank you guys for watching. So let's dive right into it. So Lainey Parrish was back, um, played by Tamela Jones, who was our first guest here on AfterBuzz TV. So it was really refreshing to have her back. So what did you guys think about, uh, she had a small role this episode, but what did you guys think? She's back and she wasn't in uh, episode one of season five. What did you guys think? I think that she went right back in a place where she should have. Mm-hmm. She was there doing her job, and she got right into kind of being that girlfriend like she spoke about last week mm-hmm. for Beckett and being like, are you having sex? What's different about you? What's yeah. going on? Who are you having sex with? You know. And she warned us last week that's the role that she's going to play because she can tell girlfriends are that close. You yeah. know when something's going on like that. Can you girls tell when your girlfriend's... You can tell when something's you know, happening. When something, yeah. uh-huh. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be sex, but even if they're talking to another guy, you notice when they pick up their phone and there's a smile. Mm-hmm. So Lainey definitely can pick up on things. And it's funny how throughout the whole episode you see that, and Lainey just kind of, she's the one who goes right in and calls her out on stuff. So that was fun to have her back to see her. You know, she's kind of a spitfire on the yeah, show, so it was she, nice. Yeah, and she's really sassy. And I think before they even spoke or even said hello, she's like, wait a minute. Something's different. Something's different. It's not like it's not like hi page, hi you know hi page and or anything. Just not you know on a first name basis yeah. or hi Samantha. It was like oh, wait a minute. What's go- what's, what's different? What what's, are you doing differently? What's different? You're glowing. And then <laughs> by the time they got to the room, uh, the the medical examiner room, she was like, aha, I got it. Yeah. You've been having sex. Mm-hmm. And so the whole guilty conscience between Castle and Beckett, you know, they easily, uh, uh, they she they um, they automatically assume that Lainey's, uh, Lainey's character knows that they're having sex. Mm-hmm. I think that Castle, he followed that up, though, so perfectly because mm-hmm. there was that that dead air for a little bit they kind of looked mm-hmm. at each other and then he's like well, yeah Beckett who are you having sex with yeah. you know he picked up on it really well the way the angle was though when she pointed at them she went you were having sex yeah, it almost sex. made it seem like she knew they were having sex right. but then they kind of digressed into mm-hmm. ca- Beckett like who are you sleeping with right. um, so but at first I was like oh wow she caught on fast how did she know they were doing that I don't know. Maybe because I see certain girls, like when they do the whole pointing thing, it doesn't mean that, ooh, you two. It's just kind of one of those, uh-huh, I see. So she's probably, she's probably, yeah, she's probably looking at 
at Beckett, but the way her finger's going, mm-hmm. it insinuates that it's actually two people when it's just her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. But it was a breath of fresh air to have her back, and she was so nice last week and gave us like a good insight yeah. into what her character is going to be bringing back to the show, and it was good to see her in that role again because it's kind of you know you like to see those characters every week and when yeah. you when you miss them for a week you, you're excited to have them back mm-hmm. so Tamela we're glad that you're back and we yes. know that there's going to be more and we're hoping for some of those other uh, tidbits that you gave us uh, on some of those potential special guests and so now let's mm-hmm. talk about there was a lot of um, there was a lot of relationship um, undertone for this particular episode mm-hmm. and so one being Ryan Esposito and so we all know that the two of them had a BFF little breakup at the end of season four. And so they've been kind of tiffing and they don't want to work with each other. And so Castle uh, Beckett basically forced them to work together. Mm-hmm. And they were off and on, off and on the whole entire time. So what did you guys think about their relationship? Well, I thought, you know. Esposito was actually just coming back from suspension too, mm-hmm. just like Beckett. So they hadn't had to work together in any sort of situation. So it was nice to see that they're forced to work together now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because it's kind of like bro code, you know. They neither of them is going to apologize. Uh-huh. I kind of was thinking they might get into a fist fight, which I mean they did, just not with each other. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's how it always ends with guys. There's a fist fight and then they're fine. They're over it. And they got into a fist fight, not with each other, but it still ended everything for them in the long run. But it was, it's funny because I feel like guys are guys and that's mm-hmm. even in the show, same thing. Mm-hmm. I think that was like almost the biggest part of kind of their relationship in this episode was not really what they were saying to each other, but how you could see they want to fix everything. They want to reconcile. They want to be back to normal, but neither one of them is willing to kind of like toss in the towel mm-hmm. you know they're like eh, no yeah. I'm sticking with my beliefs I I think that you're wrong you think that I'm wrong and it is what it is and mm-hmm. we're still going to have each other at the end of the day you know which we saw at the end of the episode but just no one wants to fess up to it <laughs> what about okay so when they went to when they went to the basketball players um, when they went to go see him and then when they had to get past the security Mm -hmm. and so they got into a fight and so they got punched out by um, the basketball players bodyguard yeah Yeah. Yeah. Richie Blake the character of Richie Blake a basketball player number 17 and so his security basically punched them out and so now they're at the uh, the the precinct and Mm so Ryan and Esposito both have black eyes (laughs) okay and what I found which was funny was a couple hours later Ryan comes back and Ryan does not have the black eye so Esposito immediately calls him out and he was like wait a minute you didn't have that you didn't have a clear eye like I was there you had a black eye what's going on he's like you're wearing makeup and he's like no I'm not wearing makeup and then of course you know and then another phone conversation that he's having with that uh, Esposito's having with uh with Castle and Beckett we actually see him applying the makeup Mm -hmm. on his eye I mean, that's something that a guy is going to get, like, talked about for, regardless of if you're fighting with your friend or not. Because mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. are you covering right. your black eye up with makeup? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Please tell me that I'm not seeing this. So I don't think it had anything to do with kind of them being in the middle of this I think kind he would of, have like, called them out no matter what. You yeah. Know what I, mean? I think that's what guys do to each other. Girls do it, too. Mm-hmm. They're just not as, you know, straightforward well, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're a little straightforward. We're like... 
And that's such a clear opportunity to call out your friend when you see your guy putting on makeup after a black eye. It's like, normally guys, they're like, let's roll around in dirt and fight and play football and they're they're proud about their bruises but, you know uh, but also remember they <laughs> they hadn't made up yet they weren't friends yet nope true and so he still called him out on it and so he took a little offense to it but i thought it was pretty funny though mm-hmm. yeah. i think ryan always brings a little funny to, i mean he, you know every time he talks about his wife or when he was reading the magazine and he's talking about the girly stuff i, I think every relationship has that one person who's a little more feminine and one who's more masculine and even in this relationship between two men the same dynamics are occurring and there's mm-hmm. one that's just a little more you know on the girly side he's right. still manly I mean he's a detective he's an officer I, I mean he's allowed to I guess digress a little bit into uh, his wife's life but Esposito is quick to call him back so he's more would he be more like the pretty boy type where yes. he cares more about his appearance obviously mm-hmm. and Esposito is kind of more rugged Esposito yeah. wears the pants in that relationship basically <laughs> what it comes Definitely. down to <laughs> <laughs> and then so let's talk about what happened at the end with how their relationship uh, how their re- re- relationship mended well, yeah that's what I think was yeah. the best part is just to kind of see we were shown um, part of like the surveillance video that was shown um, on a newscast later on to show <laughs> that they got into the fight with the um, like uh, Richie Blake's security mm-hmm. and, and it was blasted like on like a local news station yeah sports. Yeah. it was like of the top sports. sports story yeah yeah so everyone is aware not only that they got their little butts handed to them but <laughs> that it was them you can tell who it is right. but for um for Esposito to kind of turn to Ryan and be like, yo, you punched him for me? Like, that was that was great, oh, right? No, or said, was it vice versa? He said, wait, you took a punch for me. Oh, he took a... That's right. And then... Because Ryan... Yeah. D- and then Ryan was Ryan like, well, you know, that's what friends do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then neither one of them apologized. It was, okay, well, let's go get a beer, but definitely let's not go to a sports bar. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was... That's their way of making up. So there was no... I mean, that's just what men do. Like, we don't say, we don't apologize. We don't say sorry. He was like, that's what friends do. And he was like, basically, oh, you know, and so let's have beer. And that's, that's it. Mm -hmm. You girls would be like, oh, girl, I'm so sorry. We don't do that. We don't don't do that. Yeah. I think it's a case also of, you know, you can say whatever you want about your best friend and be mean to them or not have the best relationship. But the minute somebody else says something about them, you're the first to be like, don't you say that. Like, don't say that. And I think that was what Ryan was doing. And this show does a great job of showing you kind of real relationships and what really happens in real life. I think we've all had a moment, maybe you're fighting with a friend, but somebody else is like, yeah, yeah, they're they're really awful. And you're like, no, what are you saying? Mm -hmm. And so I think it was just another way of them bringing what everybody can relate to into the show. A friendship is, you know, everybody has friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And Bam, like you said, I mean, guys don't do that. They don't hug it out mm-hmm. and sit there and talk about their feelings. So I think what we saw, mm-hmm. like at the end of the episode, for them to kind of reconcile a little bit at least after this scene, we saw, like, let's go grab a beer. It's not going to be a sports bar. Like, appreciate you taking the punch for me. That's enough. That's them kind of patching things over in right. their manly way. <laughs> do you think they're friendship should have came back together so sooner like i said last week how i kind of like the dynamics of their broken relationship Mm -hmm. and so i like that little tit for tat thing and so for me i was hoping you know maybe an episode or two more later that they would become friends later i i didn't i would have just hoped just for the sake of something different i would have liked for them to not make up so quickly 
I mean, I don't think that their relationship is completely mended. I think that it's more of like their partnership, mm-hmm. like it was working together, that they definitely are starting to get on um, better terms working together because he did take fun. He's like, that's what partners do. Mm-hmm. I didn't take a punch for you. That's what we do, you know? Yeah. So I think that that, I think that they have a lot of growing to still do with their relationship together. So hopefully we'll still get more of like what you're looking for, mm-hmm. just kind of like the bickering and like right. the, the not agreeing with everything. Mm-hmm. But they're on the right track to getting yeah. back to where we want them to be. Okay. And they have to gain trust again because Esposito was really upset when Ryan kind of betrayed him and Beckett last season. Mm-hmm. And so trust, as everybody knows, is really hard to but gain. If I, for, for guys, when we make up, that's it. Like, there is no, you know, there is no trust factor or... It's just no, forgotten about like that? It's, it's forgotten about. Like, when we make up and we're cool, then we're cool. We don't go back and rehash and go back and say, well, because you, you know, decided to call for backup. Like, we don't throw stuff back at each other. When we make up, that's it. So you don't yeah. think it's going to play out anymore? You I don't think, think so. You think Ryan Esposito is done? I think that little, they're done. And so yeah. now their friends, their homeboys, and they're back. But... That's just what we... Man. I mean, you're a man. You might yeah. know better than we, we do. We don't, we don't do that. We don't go back and, you know, because it just, it just, it's just, you know, we yeah. just don't do what you women do. That's all. Oh, yeah. no, no, we get, that, it. Yeah. we get it. We get it. So Whatever that means. <laughs> do I need to... No. Do you see how we okay. became yeah. like a, a united front over here? Right. Like, excuse yeah. Me. yeah. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we can we can go forward with um, we can go forward. But actually, no. Before we go yes. to the next relationship, iTunes. Yes, I, I'm sure that a lot of you are listening um, through iTunes. So do us a favor if you're not listening, go to iTunes, find After Buzz, and especially in particular Castle, and like our show. You can subscribe, comment, tell us what you think, tell a friend like you liking our podcast keeps the lights on here we keep getting to bring you more free content which is what we want to do so subscribe tell a friend spread the word be a good time absolutely (laughs) and do not forget about the podcast which is an app that organizes all of your subscriptions so for all the great shows that you have um downloaded for after buzz tv such as this one and some of the other shows that we do it organizes all the subscriptions so don't forget to download itunes and do not forget to download the podcast app okay those apps are always thinking ahead of us. I know, right? They make it so easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love it. So now let's go into the last relationship, of course, Beckett, Beckett Castle. and Castle. Mm-hmm. And so, go uh, go. Ahead. It's getting juicier just because now it's not. You know, they're moving their relationship forward, baby steps. Um, it's kind of fun to see them really interacting behind closed doors and not in a work setting. Mm-hmm. Yet she still talks to him like. Oh, like, mm-hmm. oh, my, you can't do that, Castle. And she's, like, constantly... <laughs> I feel like she's always getting mad at him, and she's still doing that. But it's kind of cute to see them, you know, in a romantic situation because you want that. Mm-hmm. I hate to, again, sound like the man, but <laughs> is that... It's kind of typical that she would not like certain things now that they are in a relationship, but they're not in a relationship in the public. Mm-hmm. So it would seem that like we're starting to see more of a, a softer feminine side of, of, of Beckett, which we really haven't seen in the four years. You know, she's very tough, but this particular episode, the first thing that she does is she worries about what she's going to wear, mm-hmm. which she's never worried. She's never worried about what she's going to wear. Mm-hmm. You know, she always dresses in a particular style, but this particular episode, the first thing, the first thing was she was worrying about what she was going to wear and how mm-hmm. she didn't want to wear 
something that would make people think that she's in a relationship. Yeah. Well, what I liked about that is she still stayed Beckett about it, you yeah. know, because she didn't turn into like the, what am I going to wear? I need to look good for you. You know, I need to up like my sex appeal. She was thinking, what can I wear that won't lead people on? I don't want mm-hmm. people to think that anything's different, that anything's kind of changing as opposed to like taking an extra 15 minutes to do her makeup because she's trying to yeah. look better, you but, know? But I think the mistake that she made was when she asked Cass, when she asked Castle, you know, how does she look? He said, you look sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't want to look sexy on her first day back. Right. So maybe that was one of the things that she shouldn't ask him because he gave her a compliment, which is a good compliment. But that was the wrong time to say she looks sexy. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like the first day back at school. You know, you yeah. want to look good. She wanted to impress, you know, the captain and be ready for her first day back on the job. I mean, it's a big deal for her. And yeah, Castle, you know, Castle's always the same. And he's always going to say things like that to her. And especially if a guy's into you, he's going to mm-hmm. tell you you look good in whatever you're wearing. So yeah. mm-hmm. for Beckett, she should probably just not ask him anymore for his opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And so they decide that, again, in public, they're single. Mm-hmm. In private, they're in a relationship. And so now we get to see the dynamics of their relationship. And she's always like, be normal, be normal, be normal, be normal. And so when they get to the crime scene, the first thing he does that he forgets that he has not done since season one is he always brings um, he always brings Beckett coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you had coffee this morning. And so, again, he kind of broke the normal rule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he kind of even mentions, like, no one's going to notice. I, I forgot your coffee today. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that Esposito says, what, no coffee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just more of like a ritual thing, you know? It's the little things that people are noticing about the two of them. I think everybody mm-hmm. has their quirks. And when those things change, things that have been constant for a while, people are catching on. And mm-hmm. Beckett and Castle are trying really hard not to let people on to what they're doing. And I think there's always been tension between them, you know, um, sexual tension between them. So mm-hmm. people know that and they already know that exists and they, they play at it all the time. But now the little things they say that didn't used to bother Castle and Beckett are going to bother them now because now they're, they're thinking they probably know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that. <laughs> the sexual tension, regardless if they want to be together or not, they've always had that. And you can that's what you love about their relationship mm-hmm. is you've always been able to pick up on that sexual chemistry that they've had. So the thing that they're going to have to figure out is whether or not they're either going to want to do this or they're not. Because we saw the jealousy kind of come out today when Castle got um, asked to go on a date with the other newscaster. What was her name? Her name was Christine. Christine, right. So, like, immediately Beckett got jealous, which this is going to happen. Now they're kind of claiming, like, we're together but not in public, but there's still rules because Mm -hmm. we're together. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to figure out, like, especially after what they've learned from from the crime today, um, whether or not a relationship can make it if it's under wraps, you know, in the work area. If it has to be kept a secret, can it really can it really survive everything, you know? They're going to need to figure out whether or not they even want to go down that road. If they don't want to go down that road, stop now. Mm-hmm. Don't ruin the relationship that you guys have. You know that the sexual chemistry is already there. It's been there from the start. You need to either walk away from it or you need to go down that road and then get what you get. But mm-hmm. it's hard either way. Mm-hmm. It's hard to stop. 
because you can't who, stop it. You can't stop it because they just started having sex is really good, and who wants to stop having a sex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Castle's not going to want to stop it, and mm-hmm. he even says he's just not going to try and stop it. And he's technically not a coworker, mm-hmm. so I mean, they're constantly hinting through the whole episode about why they can't be together. And there's constantly people who have no idea who Castle and Beckett are saying things mm-hmm. in regards to sleeping with a coworker or having mm-hmm. a relationship with a coworker. And it's a funny thing throughout the whole show that they're constantly hinting at it and nobody really knows what's happening but to them it's amplified and so the whole time you're wondering if this is I honestly thought at the end of the episode Beckett was going to be like you know we can't do this especially Mm -hmm. after the entertainment reporter kind of threw herself at Castle Mm -hmm. literally on the couch and she saw it I mean if you were already questioning whether or not you should be doing it and I saw that I'd probably be done what was also interesting is you really saw Beckett displaying more her jealous side, mm-hmm. but it was a situation. It was a date. And then so he agreed to go on a date because in public, they're not together. Then they're doing the interview. And she's totally, Christina's totally hitting on him doing a live interview, which is kind of weird Mm -hmm. and he asked her on um, so she asked him on a date and so she's so Beckett is watching the interview and she's talking to herself you better say no you better say no you better say no you know and then he accepts Mm -hmm. and so she's a little ticked off about that but then Castle kind of explains but what made the what made it really funny was Castle truly was not trying to give her any attention you know when it was time for the date he didn't really want to go Mm-hmm. And Beckett was like, ah, you know, you should go, you should go, you should go. She's really saying, no, stay your butt here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, do you agree oh, yeah. or disagree? That's complete typical girl talk yeah. right there. She's saying go because she gets why he accepted the date. Because he was like, I don't really want to go on a date with her. I'm just, if I'm going on a date with someone else, this is getting the attention away from us. Mm-hmm. No one's going to think anything's going on if I'm the single man going on a date, that, like just accepting a date that I got asked on, mm-hmm. you know? So... By him doing that, it was kind of him dodging the bullet from anyone else. But then she's seeing it as, well, you shouldn't even want to do that to try to hide anything. Let's just hide it on our own. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have to go on a date for her or with her to hide anything because then she still sees that because we're females and we're a little crazy. She sees that as him out on a date with another girl. I didn't say that. Okay. No, no. I didn't say that. I said it. I I second that motion. I think every girl is (laughs) crazy. There you have it. Okay. So uh, after Buzz Nation, I really... (laughs) Agent Samantha said it. Not bam. Okay. That was a confession Mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. Everybody's got a little crazy in them, especially women. But Mm -hmm. it's just funny to see that that, you know, she really was super jealous. And he, if I was on live air and somebody asked me out, how hard is that to say no when you just confess to being single? I mean, he was stuck in a really tight position. And I think Beckett knew that, but she was just really hoping that he took the right road Mm -hmm. in her eyes. And he didn't. And it didn't work out so well for him. You know, I think that his intention was to have a simple date and of course she had a totally hidden agenda and so Mm -hmm. she shows up to the house Mm -hmm. and she's totally hitting on him he's totally running running and running around and trying to avoid her and she pins him up against that refrigerator she grabs onto his butt (laughs) and then his phone happens to be in his back pocket and it naturally and it naturally just so happens to dial uh, Beckett's number. Of course. Of course and it does. And she doesn't hear 
you know the oh the sexual noise the uh, she didn't hear that she heard that she heard the the bowl break and she heard him screaming so she thinks that something is wrong with him mm -hmm. so she wanted to go over to make sure that he was okay now do you think that that beckett like from the start when she heard all of this happening through the phone call do you think that she thought that he was in danger because of the crime or just in general in general i, I think, think in general. i think in general yeah, I mean, when you hear those kind of noises, even when you're walking by something and you hear, you know, screaming or something, you're you're on alert. And if mm -hmm. it's somebody you care about, you're going to go running. And obviously she cares about him and they've just entered into a new relationship. I think she thought something serious was happening to him. So I think that's why when she saw what she saw, she was even more upset. Because when you're really upset and worried about somebody and you find out they're doing something you're not so happy about, I think that's a whole wave of emotions that... Beckett wasn't expecting to have with Castle. Yeah, she had every right to be pissed mm -hmm. because she's thinking something is wrong with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I think that she wishes that she would have walked in and he would have actually been fighting someone off that broke into his apartment or something yeah, like definitely. that as opposed to walking in and then seeing a chick laying on top of him yeah in her in bikini. A bikini yeah <laughs> same thoughts over here. <laughs> that was a very important part of that yeah. sentence so we needed to well, make sure she, that was clear if she was in her dress you know that's bad but when she's in her bikini i mean the clothes are off they're on the floor i mean that is not a fun sight to walk into and for Beckett, your boyfriend yeah she can't get over that she was like i I can't yet. Like all I can envision is her boobs in your face. I can't get over it. That's Couldn't that's the visual. Him. That is the visual that's stuck in her head now. Oh, poor Beckett. Yeah. Castle, he's gonna have some making up to do. Very much so. But let's not also forget that Castle was jealous too because the other mm -hmm. guy from the uh from the station, um, I forgot the reporter's Chip. name. Chip. Chip My boy Chip. Your boy Chip. <laughs> who um Chip we'll Chambers. talk we'll, we'll talk about him later, but he actually was hitting on Beckett mm -hmm. and it was so funny when they were going into um to pinpoint who the killer was Everyone is like on pins and needles when they see uh, Castle and Beckett. Mm -hmm. And then your boy Chip walks by. And he was like, call me, call me, call me. And Be and Beckett had just already said, you know, just because someone asks you on a date or calls you doesn't mean that you're supposed to say yes. And then she referenced to your friend Chip, who actually called her and asked her on a date. But, you know, Beckett said no. Mm -hmm. I do love... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I think it's one of those things. They had to define their relationship. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, you want to pretend you're single, but don't actually be single. Mm -hmm. And right. I think sometimes you have to spell it out to a guy. And I think Beckett took it upon herself to spell it out to Castle and say, you can say all you want. You're going to go on dates with these people and say you're single and act single, but don't be single. Mm -hmm. You can't actually go on the date with them because then not only are you leading me on Beckett as your girlfriend or whatever they are she's he's leading whoever else he's out with but like you said he was he was on national tv what was he what was he supposed to say you know but i do um, but i do think i do think that they need to clarify their relationship and their rules i think they i think that they just kind of said okay this is what we're going to do and they didn't really think about the pros and cons of they're both working together they're in public they're not they're in public they're single and private they're in a relationship that's a lot you have to really grasp and stomach and i don't really think they thought about the pros and cons of how this can work 
I mean, and it's got to be hard for them, too, because they've always been themselves around each other. Mm -hmm. They've always just been Castle and Beckett. So now that they're in their personal life, they're continuing to be Castle and Beckett, which is on the level that they're at now. They have to be the old Castle and Beckett when Mm -hmm. they're on the job. So it's got to be difficult for them to juggle it. But I really do love how this episode touched upon the jealousy like how it showed a little bit from each side because females we can get portrayed as the jealous types in almost every situation which again like i've said is probably true most of the time but to be able to see the guy get just as jealous you know when when the tables have turned and roles are a little reversed you get to see not like the angry jealous but just him like well, why is he calling you? you you're not going to go out with him, right? Just yeah. kind of the protective nature, like, no, no, you're mine. I don't want you to be out with anyone else from a guy's perspective, just as well as the females. And they never got to date. Most couples, mm-hmm. you know, they get to kind of court each other and go on a date. And Castle and Beckett did their dating in the office and on murders and things of that nature. They never mm-hmm. really got to date. So now, you know, that's when you define your relationship. That's when you set the boundaries after those dates. They're not doing that. They're jumping headfirst into a a relationship and hiding it. So there's blurry lines that they're working with here. And it's just kind of finding out what's going to work for them in their work environment and at home. Because it's kind of hard to play a double life. And that's what they're basically doing right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you always see kind of like a sense of pride when you start dating someone. You know, like you'll start introducing your significant other like this is my boyfriend so and so you know so they're they're not getting to do that so they don't they're not getting to claim each other Mm -hmm. they have to do it just through each other so that no one else is is kind of finding out about this and they're they're losing that so that's i think what they're struggling with too you know what i think hit home for both of them and we're we're gonna discuss the murder in just in just a second but the reporter when he was speaking to Castle and Beckett in regards to um, about how work relationships, they don't work mm-hmm. and how you should never do them because in the very beginning, it's always great. It's always this. The sex is good. And there's just there's so many great things. But in a work in a work relationship, it eventually just goes down the drain. And you could see Castle and Beckett like they're really thinking about what he's saying and not really thinking about w- the focus of where they are where they are in the investigation what they should be doing but they were more so focusing on what the reporter is saying about why their relationship supposedly with he and mandy did not work yeah they didn't take that for what he was saying for his relationship they immediately digested that and was like this is going to happen to us Mm -hmm. this is this is what we're this is what we're headed for yeah which obviously got them nervous and it played out through the whole episode constant little hints that this isn't going to work this isn't going to work this isn't going to work and at the end i mean they kind of chose what they want they want it to work so they're yeah. willing castle said i'm willing to go down this road and not be able to be co-workers and i mean yeah that that would be sad but castle he writes books he writes comics he's you know he's not mm-hmm. a detective so worse comes to worse i mean castle's still making money and he can walk away from it it's more important to beckett to have this job yeah mm-hmm. Well, speaking of new stuff, um, let's talk about the new TV fall lineup. And so with the fall here, we have a lot of great shows here on After Buzz TV with the fall. And there's been a lot of premieres so far. We have Castle. We have uh, Vegas, Scandal, Homeland. There's so many other shows. What other shows are you guys recapping? Um, I'm still on Married to Jonas. It wasn't a fall show. We're Mm -hmm. we're in the last couple episodes and Mm -hmm. stuff, but... Definitely check it out. Okay. Yeah, no, and I'll be working with Heart of Dixie and Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the Beast is the first. I love Heart of Dixie. Heart of Dixie. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm obsessed, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm Team Wade over here, so I don't know <laughs> if you have a team, but Team um, Wade. I like the other guy who was George married. George Tucker. Yeah, George. How can you like a married man going after another woman? I watch, I do Scandal. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You know. <laughs> Lots of shows with yeah. juicy gossip on yeah, them Yeah, right there, there's a lot of great shows on the new uh, fall lineup here on AfterBuzz TV, so you guys make sure that you go to our website at www.afterbuzztv.com, and there are a lot of great shows that you can watch for the new TV fall lineup, all right? Thanks. Yeah. All right, so now let's go to the actual murder. I thought the murder... I thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was, it was a good one tonight. There was so much. I mean, we were constantly like having to pause the TV. We were taking notes. I love, I love the whole murder mystery. So who wants to set it up? Well, first off, there's so many different trails they're taking you on. Mm -hmm. At first, it seems like an easy answer. You know, she was mugged. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like. She was mugged. And you automatically find a guy with her purse. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first suspect. But let's also describe. So the character, um, she's her name is Mandy. Mm -hmm. And yes. so she is a news reporter. Mm -hmm. And she's also aging. She's in her 30s. My God, she's aging. Ugh, Hollywood, <laughs> you know. But she was this, she was supposedly, she was aging. She was getting old. And so people mistook her for someone who was lazy she was a bimbo she had big boobs so she was already perceived in a certain way mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know prior yeah prior to anything happening there was castle even hinted at it oh i love watching her on and then he like stops himself he's like she's got great newscast she's really yeah. great at the weather but he totally wants to, she, he totally wants to allude to the fact that she's hot and she's, a, she's got big boobs yeah. and yeah everything that you know it's easy to envy and easy to say this is why she has that job and that's the first reason you think maybe she was killed you know somebody's jealous of mm -hmm. what she is or who she is mm -hmm. and that's where it went the transition it was from she got mugged to okay who was she fighting with at the workplace mm -hmm. who's jealous of her mm -hmm. who would it benefit for her to not be around anymore and that took us over to let me think Rebecca Fogg Rebecca Fogg yes because she was kind of she was brought in new she was um, the smarter. She says that she was, she actually had the brains, you know, and she wasn't just the looks, that she had what it takes to be a good. Uh, was she a, was it a meteorologist? She mm -hmm. was. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So she thinks that she's got everything that she needs to be able to present the actual facts and material and not just the looks of it. And she so, also and she also thought that Mandy was lazy and how she never wanted to uh, fly and go mm -hmm. and, and and she never she never wanted to go in the helicopter and to to do certain reports because she thought she was lazy. Mm -hmm. And because she claimed she had asthma, which turns out is a huge part of this mm -hmm. mystery in this murder case is the asthma. And that's why she claims she couldn't go in a helicopter. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the reasons Rebecca really dislikes her is because, you know, I'm constantly in the helicopter with the helicopter guy doing the traffic reports, doing this, when she's just down here reading a, a poor quality weather report. And mm -hmm. that's so you really think, you know, this girl's got serious reason to hate Mandy and mm -hmm. want her dead. And then we also got a bit of that video that showed them fighting from outside of the hospital um, when she was at the toy drive mm -hmm. and her and Rebecca are fighting. So that gives them another reason to believe, okay, something went wrong. Mm -hmm. What happened? She was like, no, no, no. You need to go ask the person that picked her up in the silver G-Wagon because that's the person that she left with that night. But also before that, she claimed that Mandy broke into her 
I guess her makeup room or her um, office, her office, office, her work office, and stole her equipment. And so she confronted her at the toy drive, and that's how the fight started. But why would you confront your coworker on national TV, or maybe it was pre-taped? But why would you go and confront your worker in front of video cameras? Mm-hmm. So that was already that was already like a red flag. Like, okay, I understand that she took your belongings, but why would she take? Why would you confront her? That's just like if you were not. If that's like if one of if if the three of us we had some type of issue, and I decided while we're live on AfterBuzz TV right that now. I want to say, you know, you stole my notes, or who does that? And yeah. then kill you right. an hour yeah. later. Yeah. I mean, if you want an alibi, that's not a good one. And so, I mean, that's kind of when the trail kind of gets off Rebecca. And she mm-hmm. hints at, you know, I left. I got in a cab. I went home. She got in a G-Wagon, a silver G-Wagon, mm-hmm. which turns out to be the basketball player's right. G-Wagon. Mm-hmm. So that's just on to the next aspect. I feel like there was so many suspects. Yeah. Just really quickly about the basketball player. You know, with Tamala speaking in regards to how there's a possibility that Dwight Howard may come on and play her love yes. entrance, I mean, could they have gotten a real basketball player? They should have. You know, that was my only gripe. You know, he wasn't, I mean, he was kind of tall, maybe my height my, like 6'1", 6'2". Like but, I mean, could they have got a real basketball player? I thought that would have just been a lot cooler <laughs> to get a basketball player than to get an actor playing and be a basketball player. But that's just me. <laughs> well, you know, at least he wasn't a killer. Yeah. yeah. Well, they took us to Richie Blake. Mm-hmm. And this, you almost think this has to be it, right? The one suspect kind of led us to the other one. Mm-hmm. He, um, it makes it like they're in a relationship that he doesn't want the relationship to come out because we come to find out that he's married and that in their prenup that says you cannot cheat, <laughs> he'll, he'll probably lose everything. So we're like, okay. This he has to have something to do with this, and then for a second, Bam and I we were like, okay, no, it's got to be the wife. Then yeah. she found out, so now she's out for revenge. She's coming after her, but neither of them was the case. No, and mm. it, they're all friends. They're all happy. Yeah. they're yeah. just talking because both of them feel like they're aging and they're going to be out of a career soon. So. And so it's just you know common things that they talk about and that's where their friendship was and it turns out that he dropped her off at the park where she was eventually murdered and this kind of leaves it you know who saw her last like how are you going to find out who saw her once he dropped her off because he had an alibi he was at a bar buying shots partying Mm -hmm. with his friends and so and let's not and let's not also forget that he took her he picked her up from the hospital from the er from the from, from the er a couple of days ago and right. said that she really wasn't herself mm-hmm. and so that also now gives a different clue in regards to okay so he didn't do it but she's also been to the hospital mm-hmm. in the in the er what did you guys think there what do you think she went to the hospital for originally because i had something complete opposite ends of what actually went down she was in the hospital for an asthma attack we come to find out and that was not anything i suspected i don't know i really thought whoever killed her must have attacked her in some way uh you know beat her or something but since nothing was showing and nobody knew what was happening it was kind of confusing you're wondering okay i don't get it like why was she at the hospital i didn't really know who or what had was wrong with her because again the cool thing about castle is in one episode, there's like four to five suspects. Mm-hmm. It's one person. They find out, no, it's not this person. So then they go to the next one, to the next one. And so I just really didn't know who or what happened. 
Wow. So I didn't after after we thought it was the wife and it wasn't we were like okay I'm just going to watch and figure out who and just don't try and figure it out and just see who it is because mm-hmm. you know we weren't even at the halfway point of the show yet and so yeah, you always find yourself trying to be one step ahead of them, and mm-hmm. they are always. I never get it right. I yeah. never am right about who killed whoever in the show. And so now at the hospital, you find out she was in a helicopter. And like yeah. she never wants to, and she mm-hmm. had an asthma attack. And so that's kind of where it all ties in, and the asthma part of it. And the helicopter operator says that he flew her over New Jersey. So that leads to you know why. Why New Jersey? What was she doing? What's mm-hmm. she looking for? Which brings you back to the stolen materials that she had on the helicopter with her that were Rebecca Fox. And you go back and find out more. And right. she had, there was some kind of chemical, what was it called? It was stri- Styrene. Sty- Styrene, yeah, mm-hmm. in the air, which apparently can cause asthma. Mm-hmm. And her biggest concern wasn't herself, really. It was the children at the hospital who she was working with. And it all kind of ties itself together. It's wrapping a pretty little bow on this picture of why she was doing what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She cares about these kids. She has asthma herself. And she wants to know, why Why is there such a spike in this asthma problem in this area? And she finds out that this styrene's in the air and she goes to the source of where this chemical's coming. And that leads to the next suspect. And it was in Jersey. Mm. Um, Kazuli carpeting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now, but even before oh, that, we did we did get kind of circled back around to Miles, who was the other newscaster. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So they do visit Miles. I believe it was Miles Hackley. I didn't get his last name correctly. Hicklin, I think, or Hicken. Hicklin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they do go back to Miles because I think that he was the one that. That dropped her off at the at the hospital, or because no, cause uh, the helicopter dropped her off at the hospital. Oh. What happened was, after they find out who she's going after, they find out they find her files, and there's a picture taken, mm-hmm. and this is where it leads back to Miles because she couldn't have possibly taken the picture because she was That's on right. air, yeah. and so the, they find out you know she's working with somebody, and thanks to Castle and his hookup with the entertainment reporter, he finds out that Miles is gay mm-hmm. and wasn't sleeping with. Mandy, he was right, helping which, her, which he actually lied about, and then yeah, and so they went back to re-question him. He's gay, and so what happened was he took the picture and he lied about it, and he his his job was on the line, right? Yeah, but yeah. we first got into before we we got introduced to him, and then we went back to the whole carpeting thing because oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Before it circled back because they went to Kazuli carpeting, they took Mr. Kazuli into custody because he had files. I mean, he had a history as well of, of violence. Yeah, of mm-hmm. a of ton of stuff that they could have held him on. I'm sure without what she was actually there for, but enough evidence to prove that from his factories that. Was styrene, styrene, styrene was, was being the air. produced? Yeah, mm-hmm. and she had confronted him about it. They found the note that said, "If any of this gets out, I will kill you." It's from the same stationery as the company. Yeah, so that kind of put it all together that she did get threatened by someone there, and that this this seems like it could be it. This is where it took us to. She was trying to crack this because. She's suffering from asthma. She's working with children that are suffering from asthma. So she's probably trying to do a good and without going to bigger, like more responsible, like to the heads of anything without bothering them with it. I'll take care of it. I'm going to go and do this on my own and I'm going to solve this problem. But she gets into a little bit more trouble than that. And Mm -hmm. I love the way that Beckett and Castle, 
they, because Mr. Kazuli, he's like, I, I've watched enough CSI. I know that I don't need to talk until my lawyers are present. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wait this one out. And the way that they kind of played that up and, and Becca was like, that's fine. We're just going to go over your file while we're here, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. And Castle plays right along with it. And they go over all of the evidence. Everything. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, in the file to, to show this is why we have you here. And this is why we think that you, that you murdered Mandy. And I don't even think he thinks that's why he's there. I think he's more upset that his company's there because of the styrene in the air. And then mm-hmm. when they start saying things about her, he's like, what? What are you talking about? And the only problem that they run into is they can't tie him to the scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. They can't prove he was there. And so then they have to take a look at <clears throat> all the other things that were in the file. And that's when they found the picture. And, yeah. Right. And along with the picture, they had to find out who took it, which they didn't know. And luckily, Castle was hooking up with the entertainment reporter. And that's when it kind of, like it always says for Castle, it clicked in his head. You know, it clicked. I know who did it. And whether or not Beckett was mad at him, and, they were going to go for it. Right. And he he discovered who did it when she was on top of him yes. and her. See, everything happens Bikini. for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Yeah. If they didn't go out on the date and it didn't get to that extent of their date, then he wouldn't have been able to find that little piece of the puzzle out. Mm-hmm. And it all boils down to what Mandy was afraid of and the basketball player was afraid of was their careers were fizzling out. And Miles' career was fizzling and he wasn't performing well and he needed that big story and that's why he worked with Mandy. Mandy wanted to help children. He wanted to help his career and he claims and you know you'll never probably find out. He says it's an accident. I want to scare her. You mm-hmm. know I want to scare her from going to the EPA like she wanted to do before I could break this story. I wanted this to be my big news to break. You notice always in the cast episodes that when the when the killer has to admit because he's been found out they always say it's an accident a lot a lot mm-hmm. of the times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I would uh, lie, too. I would say it was an accident yeah. if I was caught murdering somebody. I mean, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but either way, you went there with a gun yeah. in a mask at night trying to stop her from doing something, and you had a huge motive. And it's so strange how, you know, from the get-go, you didn't suspect him at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, in true Castle fashion, they bring you there. You're right, and the person that you don't suspect is the one that a lot of times has something to do with it or they're tied into it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so listen, um, before we go, we're gonna um, we're gonna do news and gossip. Uh, After Buzz TV News. Okay, so the ratings for season five, episode one, the premiere, it did fairly well. It um, came in with 11.4 million viewers. But one of the cool things about about new social media and all the technology that we have, um, you know, most people have DVRs, yes. and so. Um, the early playback because you know a lot of us we record and then we watch it later well for the early DVR playback they got an additional 2.5 million uh, viewers of people who actually DVR'd it so that's a good thing it is I mean if I wasn't here I would be DVRing it well Mm -hmm. I yeah well mine's DVR (laughs) and then I watch it again (laughs) you know and so so 11.4 million viewers initially, and then they have additional 2.5. So I think that's I think that's pretty good. I think it's on a great road. Although they did say that it was down 22% in demo from last uh, last season's uh, season premiere, but 11.4 million viewers. I think that's terrific. I don't mm-hmm. think they're they're in any danger of anything. So I think 11.4 million viewers is great. What do you guys think? I agree. They have loyal followers, yeah. and if you're on social media, if you're on Twitter, and you're following any of the castle uh caster crew or the fan sites they're loyal and they're going to keep watching i think it's just hard you know fall premieres there's mm-hmm. the revolution show it's this 
the premiere of this show. Nobody's seen this show. So, yeah. you know, you're more likely to DVR the show you love and you know you're going to want to watch and then watch the new show. So I don't think this is a telltale sign of anything significant for Castle. Speaking speaking of the Twitter and the, and the fan boards, there are a lot of diehard Castle fans and something we discovered, you know, uh, this is the first time, this is the first um, season that we're doing Castle here on After Buzz. And so last week was the very first show with our guest, Tamela Jones. And there was an amount of overwhelming response mm-hmm. um, on YouTube. So far, we've had over 5,700 views. And there's a couple people that I want to um, I want to shout out because I discovered that there was a lot of castle blogging and fan sites. And so what they did was they took our um, they took our episode from YouTube from AfterBuzz and they put it onto all of their sites for the castle fans. So there was CastleTV.net, there was a 12.proboards.com, there was cash, there was Castle-FanOrg, FansOrg, there was um, this is a Spanish blog, Foro uh, Castle. Foroactivios.com There's CastleLounge.LiveJournal.com And there's WetPaint.com But all of these sites and bloggers Had our Recap on their sites That's awesome So I think that's I think it's totally awesome And then There are so many Twitter um, uh, Pages out there There's the course uh, Castle ABC There's Castle Art Department There's Writer Castle There's Writer Castle Underscore Then there's Writer Castle, Writer Castle There's Insane Castle Bot There's Castle Stanya Castle TV Castle Underscore uh, Castle Underscore Score PA uh, Castle Wet Paint Spoiler TV Castle TVF Castle Tweets Castle Fans Or and there's um, Castle Spoiler. So all of these um, Twitter um, fan pages were also retweeting some of the tweets that we had in regards to Tamla Jones. So I, we personally just want to thank you guys for um, for helping us get so many uh, hits. And in addition to that, for iTunes, we peaked at number eight and currently we are number ten. So for our first show, for us to have so many hits and for us to be in the top ten for iTunes, I think is absolutely amazing. And um, one of the things that we do ask that you do on iTunes, can you please rate, comment, and subscribe, and please tell a friend, because no one has left any comments and no one has rated, yet we are still in the top ten. Yeah, we want to hear what you guys have to say. Exactly. Yeah, so please uh, please let us know what you think. Definitely. Okay? Agreed. All right, so that um, that's it for the... That's it for Castle Season 5, Episode 2. So let's yeah. tell everybody where we can be found. Yeah. You can follow me, Paige Sullivan, at Paige Sull, and that's Paige with an I in it for everybody who doesn't know that. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Samantha underscore Leach, L-A-I-C-H. And I do have to give a shout out to my buddy, Chris Elwood. Yes. He was on tonight's episode as... Um, yeah, he was Chip. Chip Chambers. He was on the show tonight. He's going to be joining us in the studio next season yeah. or next uh, next week yeah. uh, for the show for our special guest segment. So make sure to tune in and you'll catch our interview with him. And I'm Ben Merrickson. And damn it, I forgot about the predictions. <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, do you guys have any quick predictions for next week? More Castle Beckett relationship drama. Definitely. I think you're just going to see it. More more lies twisting into each other. They're going to get caught up somewhere. Somebody's going to find out. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I think Lainey will be the first one to find out. No doubt. I agree. And I do hope that Lainey and Esposito get back together. Yes. So later on. Later, later on. Later not on, but, but not next week. But, yeah, my predictions, mm-hmm. I agree with you. More, more of their relationship. And, um, you know. 
Who knows? Yeah. We'll have to watch and see. Yeah. All right. And so make sure you guys continue to watch us here on AfterBuzz TV at www.afterbuzztv.com. Don't forget the TV uh, new fall lineup. There's a lot of great shows. But Castle, iTunes, download, rate, comment, and subscribe. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.